You're listening to Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. Each week we present a pub quiz style program with four rounds of varying themes consisting of eight questions each, in addition to a music round and bonus anagram. If you'd like, we have a PDF scoring sheet available on our website, TriviaTimePodcast.com, which you can use to answer along. Each correct answer will be worth one point unless specified otherwise. Similar to a pub quiz experience, we serve up a fun mix of trivia as well as friendly banter. Get together with your trivia team or play solo, at home, or on the go because it's trivia time. Welcome to episode 216 of Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. I'm your host, Kelly Sharon, and I'm joined by our quiz master, Ricky Lime. Hi there. How's it going, Kelly? Good. How are you? I'm busy, but I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. We have a really fun lineup plan for today's episode of Trivia Time. But before we get to it, just a reminder that we have a new visual roundup on our website. It features female entrepreneurs. For all you hot boss ladies out there, check it out. Also, a few people to thank. A few thanks to give. Thank you to Bree Dog for leaving us a nice five-star review. Thanks so much. And quite a few new patrons. Welcome aboard new friends. Puffy, Quo Panda, Beth Ann, as well as Justin and Mackenzie. Thanks so much for joining. Thanks, y'all. New taters, Kelly. I love some new taters. And I hope those new taters are going to love the goodies I send them in the mail, as well as the bonus content that I put out every month. They got some good stuff headed their way. Sure do. All right, it's time to get to our bonus anagram of the week. This will be due at the end of our program after we reveal the answers to round five, so you have plenty of time to work on it. Our bonus anagram this week is Oral Pup. O-R-A-L-P-U-P. And the question that goes with this anagram is, what 2023 top 10 hit featured vocals by Madonna marking her one of the only artists to have a chart-topping hit across five decades. Moving on to round one. Round number one is called Hold My PSL. Hey Trix, treat yourself with this seasonal obsession that is PSLs, while they're still available. This general knowledge round features answers that all have a word that includes PSL in order. So two examples would be oil pastels or parsley. Question number one. What influential punk rock band's original lineup included members Glenn Matlock, John Lydon, Steve Jones, and Paul Cook? Question number two. In a standard Monopoly board game set, the green properties consist of North Carolina, Pacific, and what other avenue? Question number three. For $74.30 a ticket, you can tour what former private estate that is now a museum located at 7801 Audubon Road in Chanhassen, Minnesota. Question number four. Often found in a kitchen or pharmacy, what two simple tools are used to crush and grind ingredients or substances into a fine paste or powder?
Question number five. Mother to actress Riley Keough, what troubled celebrity passed away this past January at the age of 54? Question number six. What dietary fiber and natural laxative used to assist and relieve gastrointestinal conditions has been recently dubbed the poor man's Ozempic? Question number seven. What 1990 Depeche Mode hit from their studio album Violator includes the lyrics, Lift up the receiver, I'll make you a believer. Question number eight. Born in 2019, what is the name of the youngest child of Kim Kardashian and Kanye West? We'll give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round one, hold my PSL. Question number one. The influential punk rock band's original lineup with members including Glenn Matlock and John Lydon is the Sex Pistols. So John Lydon is also known as Johnny Rotten, although I feel like if I included his stage name, everybody would know the answer. Yeah, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, except for all millennials. (laughs) Just kidding. Question number two. The Monopoly Green properties consist of North Carolina, Pacific, and Pennsylvania. You gotta scoop those ones up quick. They're hot ones. Take it to the bank. Lay down some hotels. For real. Those are good. Kick your feet back. Live the good life, Kelly. As we always say. That's what I'm doing right about now. How about you? (laughs) Always. Question number three. The private estate, now museum, located in Chanhassen, Minnesota, is... Paisley Park. I want to go, Kelly. Come with me. Okay. We could do a Prince trivia pop-up. Love it. I can wear all purple. That would be a dream. Question number four. The two simple tools used to crush and grind ingredients are mortar and pestle. You could grind up some nutmeg with your mortar and pestle to sprinkle atop your PSL. Doesn't sound bad. I've actually never had a pumpkin spice latte before in my life. I have. I'm kind of over it. Okay, okay. I love autumnal scents and flavors, but as many of you know I revealed last episode, I am not a coffee drinker. That's right. You could have a little PSL steamer, maybe. (laughs) Sans espresso. (laughs) Yeah, I'll get right on that. Question number five. The mother to actress Riley Keough, who passed away last January, is Lisa Marie Presley. This was real sad. She seems like she's been troubled for a while. Young. Yeah, just such a bummer. A very tragic arc. Question number six. The fibrous natural laxative dubbed the poor man's Ozempic is cilium. Or cilium husk. 
So basically, it just gives you diarrhea, right? I think so. It just flushes you out fast. <laughs> so going with that thought, I included a little meme for Kelly that has a little gerbil in a hard hat with glasses that doesn't correlate with the message at all, but is adorable. And it says, also poor man's Ozempic gas station hot dogs. And the meme says, my body is a machine that turns gas station hot dogs into diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> but also like valid eek so hot tips gross who needs psyllium when you can just down a few chevron dogs yeah totally i mean there's no other option that's coming straight out don't make any plans afterwards <laughs> oh dear question number seven the 1990 depeche mode hit with the lyrics lift up the receiver i'll make you a believer is personal jesus a great song. Question number eight. The name of Kimye's youngest child is Psalm. Naturally. Of course. <laughs> Moving on to round two. Round number two is our audio round. This one is a fun one. It goes out to Snacks, which is obviously a nickname. Snacks is turning 40. This one's for you from Sweet Lou. It is called Lil Weezer. Snacks is not only our birthday girl's only nickname, she is also such a big fan of Weezer that her street name is the title of this round, Lil Weezer. So this round features four songs by other artists covering Weezer hits and four songs that Weezer covered that were originally recorded by other artists. So because we are mixing up the format a bit for this music round, you only need to know the song titles for one point each. Happy birthday, Snacks! One. Six. Six. 
seven. Now she's gone. Eight. Here are the answers for round two, Lil Weezer. And as a reminder, you only needed to know these song titles for a point each but I'll also give you the recording artists. Song number one was No Scrubs by Weezer. Song number two was Buddy Holly by Rockabye Baby. Song number three was Enter Sandman by Weezer. Song number four was Say It Ain't So by Bradley's Postmodern Jukebox featuring Danny Armstrong. Song number five was Stand By Me by Weezer. Song number six was Island in the Sun by Keller Williams and The Keels. Song number seven was Rosanna by Weezer. And song number eight was Hashpipe by Toto. Isn't Keller Williams a real estate firm? I was thinking the same thing. (laughs) What's going on there? (laughs) I don't know. Dabbled in a little recording too? Multi-talented, apparently. (laughs) Yeah, this round is a little bit of a mixed bag. Some of these covers work and some really don't, but it was a fun one to put together. I just want to highlight that it's really fun that Weezer covered both Rosanna as well as Africa by the band Toto. So good. And then Toto actually covered the Weezer song, Hashpipe. So I love it. Yeah, they had fun with each other with that. So I liked that. But hopefully Snacks did as well. Happy 40th. Welcome to the dark side. <laughs> Moving on to round three. Round number three goes out to patrons Justin and Tony. Hi, guys. This round is called Go West. Go straight to the Oval Office and do not pass go with this round on the iconic TV series, The West Wing. Thank you, Justin and Tony. Question number one. The creator of The West Wing won an Academy Award for Best Screenplay for the 2010 film The Social Network. Who is he? Question number two. CJ, the press secretary, is played by what Oscar-winning actress that portrayed Lavana Golden in the 2017 mockumentary I, Tanya? Question number three. 
In 2011, the New York Times reported that what country that was formerly Burma used DVDs of the West Wing to study democracy. Question number four. In 2005, Desire, a song from what indie singer-songwriter, gained popularity after being featured on the West Wing episode, King Corn. This artist caught controversy in 2019 after allegations of emotional abuse surfaced from many of his ex-partners, including Phoebe Bridgers and Mandy Moore. Question number five. How many seasons of The West Wing have there been? Hint, it is the same number as Mickey Mantle's jersey and the amount of players per team on the field during an ultimate Frisbee match. Question number six. Actor Martin Sheen portrays the U.S. president who is secretly suffering from what degenerative disease that causes damage to the nervous system? Question number seven. In the actual West Wing of the White House, there are three other major rooms in addition to the Oval Office. List one of them for a point. Question number eight. The 38th, 39th, and 42nd presidents of the U.S. have applauded the show's depiction of the West Wing. List two of these three real-life presidents for a point. We'll give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round three, go west. Question number one. The creator of The West Wing, who won an Academy Award in 2010, is Aaron Sorkin. And I believe he was dating one of the actresses on the show as well. Is that right? I actually don't watch The West Wing, so there's that. Have you ever watched? I think I've watched the whole way through. Yeah. Oh, nice. It's supposed to be pretty great. It's pretty good. It feels a little dated now. Oh, okay. You know, like politics seems simpler and softer back then, but um, <laughs> it's good. Not just a flaming dumpster, for sure. Question number two. The I, Tanya actress who portrays CJ, the press secretary on the West Wing, is Allison Janney. She's pretty much fantastic in everything she's in, so. Correct. She's so good as CJ. Legend. Question number three. The country that used DVDs of the West Wing to study democracy, according to the New York Times, is Myanmar. This is hilarious and a little bit scary. Yeah, it's a fictionalization, guys. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But like I said, I think it's actually softer than our real democracy, so maybe not a bad idea. Question number four. The indie singer-songwriter whose song Desire was featured on the West Wing episode King Corn is Ryan Adams. Too bad he's a jerk because some of his music's pretty good. Ah, it's kind of a bummer, dude. I know, but like really a jerk. Yeah, real bad. Dang it. Question number five. The amount of seasons of the West Wing that aired is seven. Question number six. 
Actor Martin Sheen portrays the U.S. president who is secretly suffering from multiple sclerosis. This seems like a pretty interesting plot point and something that could actually happen maybe in the past. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's crazy. Wasn't it Roosevelt that was confined to a wheelchair and they'd just sort of like prop him up at the podium and nobody actually knew he wasn't walking anymore? I feel like you can no longer get away with these things, but... No, everybody's on surveillance 24-7. We live in a big brother world, but yeah. Question number seven. You needed to list one of the three other major rooms in addition to the Oval Office located in the West Wing, and they are... The Roosevelt Room, the Cabinet Room, and the Situation Room. Speak of the devil, old Roosevelt. There he is. I also learned that the East Wing is where the First Lady's quarters are. Huh, there you go. Question number eight. You needed to list two of the three real-life presidents who have praised the West Wing series for a point, and they are Gerald Ford, Jimmy Carter, and Bill Clinton. Do you think Bill Clinton was like, well, I had a much better time in the Oval Office than old Martin Sheen did. (laughs) Well, you know, they were actually going to premiere earlier and then Monica Lewinsky happened and they postponed the show. Oh, really? Yeah, I just learned that the other day. There's actually a podcast called The West Wing Weekly, which our friends Justin and Tony might already know about, but it goes through every episode. If you're in for a rewatch and want a podcast on the way. That's commitment. It sure is. (laughs) Moving on to round four. Round number four goes out to patron Brett. Hi, Brett. This one's for you. It is called On Island Time. Aloha. We are heading to paradise to hang ten with eight questions about Hawaii. Thank you, Brett. Question number one. By area, what is the second largest Hawaiian island? Question number two. Set in Hawaii, what 2002 Disney animated film centered around a young girl and her mischievous extraterrestrial koala sidekick? Question number three. The canned pork product popularized during World War II is a hard no for many folks, but paired with sticky rice and nori, spam is an important ingredient in Hawaiian cuisine. What was spam originally an acronym for? Question number four. Contrary to popular belief, macadamia nuts are not actually from Hawaii. The first macadamia nut tree was planted there in 1882. The original plant is indigenous to what country? Question number five. Named the voice of Hawaii by NPR, what Hawaiian singer released the hit medley of Somewhere Over the Rainbow, What a Wonderful World in 1990? Question number six. Two-thirds of Hawaii's population live on what island? Question number seven. Hawaii is the only U.S. state that grows what fruit that are technically not beans. The brand name for this product grown on the big island of Kauai is Kona. Question number eight. In 1959, what U.S. president signed legislation making Hawaii America's 50th state? 
We'll give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round four on Island Time. Question number one. By area, the second largest Hawaiian island is Maui. My dad is on Maui right now as we record. Is it still a mess? Do you know? I don't know if it's still a mess. I mean, from the pictures I've seen from him, it looks gorgeous. But I know areas like Lahaina are devastated, you know? Yeah, it's sad. Super sad. Question number two. The 2002 Disney animated film set in Hawaii is Lilo and Stitch. Question number three. Spam, the important ingredient in Hawaiian cuisine, was originally an acronym for specially produced American meat. I mean, even those words together are very foretelling. It sounds like a warning. You don't want to be a part of this. No. It sounds like scrapple. You know that scrapple stuff? Nasty. I think spam would also count as a poor man's ozempic. Yeah. I don't speak from experience, but I can only assume. (laughs) Question number four. Macadamia nuts are not actually from Hawaii, but indigenous to Australia. It's interesting because Hawaii really has put their stamp on the macadamia nut crop. Oh, for sure. Pretty good stuff. Very decadent. Those delicious chocolate covered ones. Mm -mm -mm. Fun fact, when my kids were little like toddlers, they used to call macadamia nuts macanaca nuts. Real cute. Little buds. (laughs) That is cute. (laughs) Question number five. The Hawaiian singer who released the 1990 hit medley of Somewhere Over the Rainbow, What a Wonderful World, is, is. Or Brada is. He's got a gorgeous voice and you cannot travel to Hawaii and not hear this version of this song. I mean, I think it's on repeat even at the airport, but he died really young. He wasn't a very healthy dude. Kind of a bummer there. I think he was in his 30s and he passed away. Dang, that's too young. Question number six. Two-thirds of Hawaii's population live on Oahu. So I don't know if I would have got this one right, but it makes sense because Honolulu, which is obviously the most populous place on the islands, is on Oahu. Question number seven. Hawaii is the only U.S. state that grows coffee. Circling it back to coffee. We had a PSL for round one, but we also did an entire round on coffee last week. Yum. (laughs) I went on a Hawaii coffee tour. I went on a few Hawaii coffee tours, and it was my favorite part of Hawaii. (laughs) Were you super amped? Did you sleep at all that night? Oh, yeah, but you know, caffeine does nothing for me. Really? No, it just like keeps me alive. (laughs) (laughs) Do you get cranky without it? For sure. And I get a bad headache. Oh. Question number eight. The U.S. president that signed legislation making Hawaii America's 50th state is Dwight D. Eisenhower. It's one of those like a broken watch is still right two times a day kind of thing because his legacy is real marred, but Hawaii's great. It's mixed. (laughs) 
Moving on to round five. So as always, round number five is our connection round. It is a series of seven seemingly unrelated questions and answers that are somehow connected. So the answer to number eight will be the connection. Question number one. Featured on the Valley Girl movie soundtrack, what new wave post-punk British band released the 1982 hit, I Melt With You? Question number two. The Cutie Citrus brand is best known for bags of what type of California-grown seedless oranges in the Clementine variety? Question number three. Also known as locum, what type of confection made from sugar, gel, and starch are a favorite of the children characters at the center of the Chronicle of Narnia books? Question number four. An homage to the original 1969 version starring Michael Caine, what 2003 heist film of the same name starred Mark Wahlberg, Charlize Theron, and Edward Norton? Question number five. Typically made from a seasoned cast iron, often enameled, what thick-walled cooking pot with a tight-fitting lid shares a name with an unpleasant bedroom prank? Question number six. What Moroccan-American rapper behind the hits Pop That and Unforgettable dated Khloe Kardashian on and off again from 2013 to 2014. Question number seven. What hit Netflix series stars Natasha Lyonne as a woman in New York City named Nadia who is caught in a time loop at a birthday party? It's connection time, and question number eight is the connection between the answers for questions one through seven. We're going to give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. And just as a reminder, the bonus anagram will be due at the end of this round. Here are the answers for round five, our connection round. Question number one. The new wave post-punk British band who released the 1982 hit, I Melt With You, is Modern English. That's a great song. It's a classic. It will always be good. It's so good. Question number two. The type of California-grown seedless oranges that are sold under the Cuties brand is mandarins. I pack a lot of these in my kids' lunches, and it occurred to me recently, now that they're in high school, I shouldn't also be peeling them. Sure, sure. <laughs> they got that. <laughs> I mean, I like a little job security. We'll spoil babies. <laughs> I even use a straw to core out all the little fibrous stuff in the middle for them. Clean it all up. Oh, dang. <laughs> Royalty. Little pampered guys. 
for real. <laughs> My child actually eats the peel. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> That's real. <laughs> Question number three. The type of confections that are a favorite of the children characters at the center of the Narnia books is Turkish Delight. I love all those gelatinous, sanded, sugary treats. Mm. <laughs> they really are quite gelatinous. They're like grandma candy. Oh, for sure. Question number four. The 1969 Michael Caine film that shares a name with a 2003 heist film is The Italian Job. Question number five. The cast iron cooking pot that shares a name with an unpleasant bedroom prank is a... Dutch oven. <laughs> Only the kind of trivia we can bring you. <laughs> Unpleasant indeed. Well, I, I like to work in some hints, some context clues. You know what I mean, Kelly? I do. I'm that kind of a quiz master. That said, I've never experienced this unpleasant bedroom prank i'd be like no no that's not what we're doing here yeah definitely no not funny get lost question number six whoa kelly what was that hopefully it wasn't you downing some spam or some gas station hot dogs and hitting the sheets with a loved one Ooh. Unpleasant pranks abound. <laughs> Ill-advised. No, no. Luckily, I'm a vegetarian, so it wasn't that. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it wasn't that, then... Oh, you know, I think it was actually a triple tater. If you correctly answer this question, you will receive three points instead of one. The Moroccan-American rapper behind the hits Pop That and Unforgettable is... French Montana. He seems like kind of a jerk. I'm just putting it out there. I agree with that assessment. <laughs> Question number seven. The Netflix series starring Natasha Lyonne as a woman caught in a time loop is... Russian Doll. Natasha Lyonne, friend of the show. Ooh, big time. Love her. Question number eight. The answer to question number eight is the connection between the answers for questions one through seven. And we had answers like... Modern English, Mandarins, Turkish Delight, The Italian Job, Dutch Oven, French Montana, and Russian Doll. And all of those answers include a foreign language. So if you said heritage or nationality, give yourself a half point because we did throw in Mandarin, which is specifically language, but close enough. This connection was a special one. It actually goes out to new patron Lee's new wife, Allie, who seems like a real gem. She speaks and teaches French and German. She's just really into languages in general. So the two of them were recently married. So congratulations to Lee and Allie. Hopefully you'll go somewhere on your honeymoon that you can flex Allie's language skills. For sure. Congratulations, Lee and Allie. Returning to our bonus anagram of the week. Our bonus anagram this week was oral pup. I feel like those two words together are probably somewhere on Grinder. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> the question that goes with this anagram was, what 2023 top 10 hit featured vocals by Madonna, marking her one of the only artists to have a chart-topping hit across five decades? And the answer is popular. Oral pup scrambles up to be popular. 
Well, I guess that does it, Kelly. Nice work. Another good up down. Thanks everyone for listening and we hope y'all have a good week. Yeah, have a great week and we will talk to you all again next Tuesday with some more trivia. Later, taters. Thanks for listening to Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. We hope you enjoyed playing along. If you did, please consider leaving us a five-star review on Apple iTunes to help boost our show ratings and get the word out. We might even give you a shout out on a future episode. Tune in every week for new episodes. We'd love to hear from you if you have any feedback. Our email is triviatimepodcast at gmail.com and our website is triviatimepodcast.com. On our website, you can find a printable PDF scoring sheet, which you can use to play along with every episode. We also have links to past episodes, monthly bonus visual rounds, exciting announcements, and more. Follow us on social media for weekly answer reveals, round reveals, and exciting announcements. This week's background and answer break music was Get Some Rest by Magic Solo. This has been a Pick and Shovel production recorded in Long Beach, California and Lawrence, Kansas. Special thanks to our friends, families, and all of our trivia buddies. This episode has been hosted and written by Kelly Sharon and Ricky Lime, edited by Ricky Lime, and features an intro song by Ricky Lime. Until next time, later, later taters. taters.